0: The ball. Make you say uh, no limit. Got that masterpiece, no limit, baby. Get you that black car, no limit. Just know when you roll with a nigga like me, there's no limit, baby. Make you say uh, no limit. I see my murder that, no limit, baby. Get you that. know when you roll with a nigga like me there's no limit baby you know you fine baby you know that you fine i'm just trying to make you mine try to make you mine yeah i'm trying to make you mine put a tingle in your spine hey this is joseph
1: and this is chase and we're buried in 30. and you i brought got me a gift today i brought something for chase, the first time i've ever gotten chase anything coca-cola for chase I got a Coke Zero. because yeah. I don't drink sugar. <laughs> wow.
2: Hmm. You're just feeding my sugar addiction.
1: Yeah. I'm, Thanks for that. I'm an enabler. Um. How does that taste? Oh, cokes are so good. They're good, eh? All right. Oh, do you have some facts about this? Yeah. Oh! While well, wow. you're drinking oh. this Coke. <laughs> what I'm doing? What I'm? Yeah, this is what's happening to you when you drink a Coca-Cola. Oh, okay.
2: Before we continue, can I add about the size of the can?
1: Yeah. So la- was it last week we talked about it? No, it was probably a couple of weeks ago. A couple
2: of weeks ago, I had an inkling that the big, the full, like the normal size can that you're used to, there's a little bit too much Coke, and then they came out with the smaller cans of Coke, which I felt were just slightly not enough and made me want a little bit more. Like another gulp or like two. Like one more <laughs> gulp would have been perfect. This can, a whopping three hundred and ten milliliters. So that's what, 45, 35 less than yeah, their standard can, but I don't know, probably maybe another 100 mils yeah. bigger than their smaller can. So this is exactly what I thought Coke was doing, dialing in to make you wanna buy just a little more Coke. Do you know the price of this can? Do you remember?
1: Uh, it was probably like a buck 29.
2: I wonder what the small cans were.
1: But you never could buy the small cans separately. really separately Right on their own. You're right. So that was, that's never never an option. And these ones, these ones look kind of the same. It's a nice looking can. So I think, it's, I think it's honestly, I just wasn't
2: the only one. I think people still wanted like one more or two more sips
1: after you finish a mm-hmm. really small can kind of Coke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, so tell me what Coke is doing to my body right now.
1: In the first 10 minutes, 10 teaspoons of sugar hit your system. About 100% of your recommended daily intake. You don't immediately vomit from the overwhelming sweetness because phosphoric acid and other flavoring cuts the flavor, allowing you to keep it down. What? After 20 minutes, your blood sugar spikes, causing an insulin burst. Your liver responds to this by turning any sugar it can get its hands onto into fat. In animals, or at least in laboratory rats and mice, it's clear that if fructose hits the liver in sufficient quantities and with sufficient speed, the liver will convert much of it into fat. This. Induces a condition known as insulin resistance, which is now considered the fundamental problem in obesity, obesity and the underlying defect in heart disease and in a type of diabetes, type 2, that is common to obese and overweight individuals. It may also be an underlying defect in many cancers. Fuck. 40 minutes later, caffeine absorption is complete. Your pupils dilate, mm. your blood pressure rises, a response to your liver dumps more sugar into the bloodstream. The endonesian receptors in your brain are now blocked, preventing drowsiness. 45 minutes. Your body ups your dopamine production, stimulating the pleasure centers of your brain. This is physically the same way heroin works, by the way.
2: Yeah, dopamine. But, yeah. But okay, they use a really harsh example. Dopamine is triggered by a lot of things yes. like, that are pleasure. Yeah. It. It's kind of shitty to compare it. Yeah, of course. That's pretty shitty, but yeah. lots of things triggered. Um
1: The phosphoric acid binds calcium, magnesium, and zinc in your lower intestines, providing a further boost in metabolism. This is compounded by a high dose of sugar and artificial sweeteners, also increasing the urinary excretion of calcium. And this is like now we're into 60 minutes. The caffeine diuretic properties come into play. It makes you have to pee. It is now assured that you'll evacuate the bonded calcium, magnesium, and zinc that was headed to your bones, as well as sodium, electrolytes, and water. Total urine output of water, calcium, magnesium, sodium, chloride, potassium and increases into two hours following caffeine ingestion when compared to control beverages. As the rave inside of you dies down, you'll start to have a sugar crash. You may become irritable or sluggish. You've now also literally pissed away all the water that was in the Coke, but not before infusing it with valuable nutrients your body could have used for things like having the ability to hydrate your system or build strong bones and teeth. Um, but oh, yeah. Fuck. it is. Yeah, it does all these things. And that's a can of Coke. That's like basically you drank a can of Coke. Yeah. So like you go to McDonald's, you get a medium. That's
2: not a can of Coke. That's more than a can of Coke. Yeah, it's just... That's a lot of fucking pop. It's not good. That is so not. What's gay? You're drinking diet, so there's no sugar. Well, okay, so what here's about the, aspartame?
1: Yeah. I don't know what this I don't know what this shit's sweetened with. So Well, certainly not, really not Coke um, thing. Yeah, there's aspartame. Yeah, so I there's a couple of <clears throat> the only reason I'm drinking the zero is because I'm on like a like I have been pretty consistent with just like no like carb or sugar thing. So What do was, you eat? Um <laughs> So for, it's a lot of like, you end up eating like a vegetables and salad with like a fatty side of meat uh-huh. usually. Or like for breakfast, I'll have like a couple of hands full of spinach and... For breakfast, you're eating spinach? Yeah, and eggs, like four eggs and maybe some cheese on there and half an avocado. And then for lunch... On, the, on where?
2: Oh on, on the, the spin, on, on salad. the yeah on the oh, yeah I thought you're e- just eating a handful of spit. No, nah,
1: and then, um like lunch will be whatever like something from the hot bar. The, yeah, like chicken thighs, <laughs> a couple of chicken thighs and like more veggies or salad or whatever and dinner's the same. It's just the the big thing is eating like snacking a lot on nuts, uh like I love pistachios and I love a good handful of nuts. And um dark chocolate's fine like 85% it's fine. Uh, it's just like a lot of. You're I think that, a lot of ways, it's normal. You're just not eating. Yeah, you're just kind of avoiding eating the, um, pastas or rice, and make I'm sure you so eat bad enough. At those. You make sure you eat enough fat because that's what stops you from getting, like hungry. And getting – and feeling, like, sluggish or having, like, a – like, you know, you're not, the idea isn't, like, to, like, reduce – like, you're not taking out just a third of what you eat. You're replacing that third with making sure you're eating fast, which means, like, yeah, you got to eat, like, an avocado a day and you got to eat um, a handful of pistachios a day and you got to eat some, like, other stuff. And, and I'm not – I'm not, like – I think in anything in this, like, realm of, like, oh, I'm going to try to eat – like, you're going to be good – it's, I don't even want to say good or bad. You're going to be, like, consistent 80 or 90% of the time. Yes. Uh, which is fine. You know what? Like the other day I went to my friend's house for dinner. I'm going to eat, like, whatever. If I go to someone's house for dinner, I'm going to eat whatever it is. But that happens once, you know, if that's happening once a week then I'm sort of, like, going out and eating, like, what I might, with my friend or whatever, that means the rest of the week I'm pretty much eating, like...
2: At my work, we had a—I like, think his name's Adam Hart. He's like a famous dietitian. He's—he was like three hundred pounds, but now he's like a rock climber with healthy kids, healthy family, and he's lost all this weight. And he brought—I something that I thought to think about a lot now lately is—it's not about changing your diet completely. It's about making sure you change fifty-one percent of your diet. It's not about replacing everything you eat. It's making sure that like over 50% of your diet is better than it used to be and you slowly make that number from 51 to like 60 and then the 60% yeah. of your diet turns into 70 and before you know it you're eating well healthier yeah. as opposed to this like vicious goon type idea of like I'm going on a diet I need to cut out
1: everything tomorrow. Yeah and and, and expecting whatever your endeavor expecting perfection from yourself is um... Is, is a way to, to fail. It's a way, it's uh, a way to yeah. make yourself fail. <laughs> I am my own worst critic. So you have to be, you know, um, be, getting 80 or 90% of the way there is, like, probably pretty good. But now I'm at a point, I mean, like, it's been... Uh, it's probably been three months and, like, I don't... Like, I feel like functioning especially my like my brain and thinking it just feels like way better i never thought i would be the type of person that would like do a diet and then be like be like whoa it can it it can make such a difference and it's like changed the way the fact that it's like it feels so different it's like changed the way i think about like things about you know your body and your mind and what and what can happen when you like make these changes you lose weight uh i did lose i probably lost about I, I wait. What's, I lost about like just ten pounds. Now you you lose four or five pounds from just water, because your you by were, drinking more water. No, what ends up happening is like the the there's like glycogen. There's like a store of glycogen, and like muscles have it, and your liver has it, and that's what like. But there, it holds onto water. It holds onto like five pounds of water, and so you just like you lose that, and you never. You never, it's like your body won't won't hold on to that as much, like, as you maintain. But, um, but drinking, so yeah, so the, there's all that stuff about, like, the regular Coke and what it does, and then it's like, I know that I'm not huge into sort of, like, substituting things um, in a lot of ways, especially sweet, because what ends up happening is your body responds, it's... When your body, when you taste something sweet, your body's going to start that, like, hormonal response to, like, eating a lot of sugar. But then it's going to kind of get to this point of, like, where's the sugar? <laughs> like, and that's not, I don't think that's healthy. I think that's, like, bad, too. So, like, all things, it's, like, you know. I mean, like, I think if you're a person that's just, like, I'm quitting pop. I'm going to start, like, I drank pop all the time, and now I'm going to drink diet. I don't think that's the solution. Like, that's not... You're just going to create, like, a whole different... I've stopped drinking pop. A whole different issue. If you stop drinking pop, but you drink um, other things, and then every once in a while, you're like, you know what, I feel like having a Coke, I'm going to have a Coke. That's probably the best. Like, that's probably probably the healthiest way. But it's weird how
2: one of the most important things that we need to eat and maintain is the hardest, because you can't... um, Look up online a normal diet for yourself without being bombarded by hundreds and thousands of diets that you have. Like the internet is really bad for that and the internet is really good for that. Well, the- and for something that is food that is so important for you, it is really hard to get useful facts.
1: I personally think a couple of things. One, our knowledge of nutrition and food is like we are, we are fumbling in the dark. We're a fucking man. We don't... There's a lot we don't know. There's a, right. right. And you can see that in the idea that, like, um, you know, like, there'll be eating guides. Like, the government will put out eating guides. And if you start going back and looking at them, like, it's all... Like, the information just doesn't, like, make yeah. sense. And
2: There should just be one eating guide that should be... Like, there shouldn't be all these different types of diets. I feel like there should be, like, one way to eat. But
1: that's not... But, no, but, like, stuff gets so influenced. So, like, for instance, I mean, part of... the When people talk about, like, not eating grains or um, it's kind of avoiding stuff from agriculture, and it's. I want to like talk about myself this way, but like, people will be like, a lot of people will eat like uh, is it primally or um, what's the other one called
2: that, like, famous one right now? Paleo, Paleo, right? Fuck that, shit. right?
1: Yeah, so paleo is, paleo is more like a philosophy, Paleo is more like the because it's kind of like I'm not going to do anything that they wouldn't have done, so you don't eat like. You could technically you should be eating like any processed meats, which means like not even eating like pastrami or right. whatever. You should eat you should eat any cheeses, like you nothing that would require uh, a sort of this modern intervention. Um, that being said, when you think about like farming and agriculture and like how long we, like modern humans, have existed, like our physiology, um, if. I think I've told you, but it's like it's, if you start today and you think back a year, we basically like started. We basically started farming and eating grains in the way we do, like last week yeah. or the week before. It's a really short period. It's of a, time. It's been a really short period of time. So I think, I think questioning that a little bit and being a little bit like, hmm, like what is this, like what does this mean to our diets? Because it's like, yeah, like people did live on this way of where it was like eat meats like or fatty meats or like things they would catch or whatever they would eat lots of nuts and berries and like occasionally they would eat you know uh, what you would think of a carbohydrate like, maybe they'd find some like wild potatoes or wild rice or some type of thing and they would and they would eat it but it wasn't this this that every single day this stuff it, and you and what it did it's like it's just it's, it is just a cheap fast way to feed like lots and lots of people it's yeah that's how it works
2: I, I watched a really good documentary and it wasn't about oh we need to eat better or oh we need to eat organically saying so these food companies like uh, companies that produce like beef or chicken it's only gotten to this point because we're overpopulated. That's part. Yeah, that's How, like in terms of pollution and like the way things are being held in terms of like animal cruelty and stuff. It's not so much about the money as much as it is about the money. It's also about you. You're, we're feeding like, you know, six, seven, eight billion people. You need space and you need room to do all these things. And sometimes you have to feed animals with hormones to make them grow quicker so you can feed more people. And it, I'm not saying that's right, and I don't think it's the way it should be done. But at the same time, there's a lot of fucking mouths to feed out there.
1: No, because I think, and I think there can be this like rom- this. I think sometimes the idea of like you know of being organic or growing your own food or gets romanticized in a way that I don't think is uh, is accurate. I was, you know, part of me thinks I'm like I don't know like how I do have like. I do – it's, like, not without pause that, like, I don't eat as much meat as I do or, like, all the times I do. And when I do buy – obviously, like, at home and I'm cooking, it's, like, I'll try to buy, like, whatever the uh, – Sustainable? Yeah, or, like, humanely raised, that type of stuff. But I don't – but that feels like such a, uh, a wash over what's happening that it's just, like, it's, like, no, the whole the, – the whole way meat is, like, produced and brought to us – just seems like it has like a lot of a lot of problems and and it's like meat is just like everywhere. Eat it. All it's the time. cheap. Yeah. Go for it's it.
2: Crazy. Like, um You want like a 14 ounce yeah. Sirloin
1: burger? $12.99.
2: <clears> You're like,
1: what? Yeah, and the, and then it's and and uh and just like the whole, like the whole relationship between like the animal it's from and what we're getting. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, what would I do? Like, I'm gonna stop eating meat, would I be, would I care? I think if it's like, if I had a farm and these were my animals and I had to kill them a bunch of them myself, or if I went and shot something and I had to like do it myself, I think I'd be, that would eliminate some of the problem I had because I'd be like, well, I'm taking, to take myself out of this system. But then at the same, but in your head, you're just like, yeah, but that's not, It's not like everyone can do that. Like, you're just being, like, you're just making a selfish solution for yourself. But that brings me to, so what if they could just start growing meat? Not the animal. Just the meat. Are we, is that fine?
2: (laughs) How about before we learn how to grow meat, we replace human parts with robotic parts?
1: Before we grow meat? Like, how
2: about, I was reading a really interesting, (laughs) yeah, I think that's way cooler than being able to grow meat. I think that's really. Fu-
1: I don't know. It's funny. They're they're growing. I mean, they've done it. Really? It's super expensive, and I don't know. It's like that should be. That you're should be- talking like 10000 dollars for like a hamburger. Oh. And I don't know if they can, if they can make like a steak or like at this point it's all ground beef. Like I, just, I don't know how it comes out and like you know it comes out of a plant. You're like what? I know it's like in a dish. It's not ripe yet. It's <laughs> like yeah. Wait for it's a little bloodier it's like a it's
2: like a science experiment gross they were talking about uh, hypothetically being able to um scientists are on this endeavor of wanting to be able to swallow a pill and that pill will go into the part where your body is injured and it will
1: fix it nano is that nanotech I don't know but it's fucking awesome yeah
2: the idea of it is fucking
1: awesome yeah I mean that could be co-opted and you could fucking poison someone with some yeah little robot (laughs) be kind of crazy right
2: i would love it yeah that's what i want that's what i want technology to be i don't want technology to be cellular cellular phones i don't want technology to be a cool fucking ipad i want technology to be like self-driving cars um better airplanes fucking swallow a pill you can heal yourself sunglasses that are like computer screens That's what I want technology to be. I'm tired of the technology we have now. Do you know what I mean? I wanted. I wanted. I, I as a kid, I thought twenty years from now, we would be way more futuristic. Really. And right now, I look in twenty years, and I think we'll be way more futuristic. But I think in twenty years, I'll be forty six, and I will look at and I'm like, really, we're still not there yet.
1: It's tough to say. It. I mean, technology comes and works in ways that like you're not expecting. I mean, twenty years ago, that was anyone predicting that we would all be walking around with these like supercomputers? Well, no, in but... our pockets, and that they and that the wireless networking would be like, except for like our lives was essentially be like constant and seamless.
2: No, no one <laughs> thought. No, no one thought that was going to happen. But I just thought. I, I guess I didn't think small phones would be where technology no. took us. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it'd be like, I, we would have, we would like self-driving cars would be sufficient right now. As a, like, if no, people put as much time in the self-driving cars as they put in the cell phones since yeah. day one, we would have self-driving cars. I know we already have self-driving cars
1: now, but I mean like, well, they'd be as ambiguous as, as having an iPhone. Like it would be the same You'd thing. You'd be like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the self-driving car thing is, is very, uh, it's like you can easily understand it. It's like I'm gonna get from point A to point B and I don't want to have to drive and it'll be safer and all that kind of stuff. But is it gonna d- drastically change behaviors in these unexpected ways? I mean, the, the, the- will it change behaviors?
0: <clears throat>
1: I think so. Well,
2: like Bill goes to work at 8 o'clock every morning, except this one morning, there's a traffic jam and he's 45 minutes late for work and he's stressed out. Missed an important meeting. Now he couldn't make the whatever it is because he was late because of a car accident. Now take away the ability to drive the car and substitute that with a self driving car. Traffic times are down lower. The efficiency on the road is up way higher. Something like as, as little as being 45 minutes late because of a self driving car can now alter your entire day because you're now you're not late. And that's a really minuscule level of what I think self-driving cars are capable of you know you get self drive you know what if we expand it to even trains self-driving trains you know the lot the worst part about trains is someone falls asleep they go too fast and Mm -hmm, they crash mm -hmm. same with semis you know you're driving 18 hours a night the risk of error when you're that tired is incredibly high self-driving semis self-driving trains self-driving planes and self-driving cars
1: i didn't i like the benefit i totally get how it's going to impact or change your life, it doesn't seem as curious to me as the idea that, like, how... how having the phone with the camera and the, the connectivity and how it's changed our ideas of, like, uh, privacy and what it means to share and all these other, like... And and even being able to, like, talk or connect to people and to be able know, to, all like... All that can still exist. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not Obviously, that stuff will still exist. But... But that's been the, that's where technology has like, it doesn't just exist on its, the, the technology doesn't exist on its own and like improve things or, or optimize things. It like has this other weird effect where that we that we can't even predict. Like if you, like our parents, when, when they're like, I don't know if you've ever like uh, shown a parent like with their new iPhone, like what it is capable of and seeing them go through that experience and how it's like, changing things we just take for granted. But it's like, no, it's like, you can take this picture of my sister here and you can send it to her aunt in England. And it's like, this like instantaneous thing. That wasn't like, that reality was not a reality before. And I think that has a bigger impact on people than like, it's going to be safer to drive to work now. I just want to know what, what
2: life would have been like if this road of technology of, of, uh, user devices, like, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something you're connected to. What a technology went, did go a completely different direction. And it was like, self-driving cars. Or maybe it's, maybe it's agriculture. Or maybe it's, um, um, architecture.
1: You know, like, why does it have to be this? Well, uh, perhaps it's revealed how obsessed we are about connectivity. Yeah. As a, as like a species, it's an obsession. Yeah, um, and we just keep like do you think diving being... into this thing. And I don't think we, I don't think people. I mean, people don't, societies don't sit back and reflect really and think about like, oh, what does this mean? But like, what is clear is that there's a there's this a deep rooted uh, desire to connect, and it's like it's pushing like so many like so many of the things we do.
2: It's funny because I don't have that desire to connect like a lot of, like I try so hard to use Instagram all the time and Snapchat Mm. and Twitter and Facebook. I have all my notifications turned off on my phone. I hate texting. I, the only social media app that I thoroughly enjoy, but it's because it's content. It's, this content
1: is driven by what you want to subscribe to and it's Reddit. So I completely I completely understand your point of view and I feel the same way. But like expand your idea of connection, maybe like another layer. Think of how many ideas you get exposed to due to podcasting, due right. to people uh, people in their like, homes. I don't need my cell phone. But it was part no, but it but that the the entire like apparatus was thought about like it it was all it you couldn't have had one without the other. It wasn't like all of this stuff was going to show up on radio. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it needed this portability. It needed people to be able to connect to it. It needed the ease of access. It needed all these things to happen uh, for it to exist. And like YouTube and like all that stuff. I mean, I think connectivity to me, those things represent connectivity. That's in like a huge way. That's like changed my like perspective in life. It's like, you can have an idea, or you can be interested in the subject matter, and within seconds, you can find a real-life person, like, somewhere else that's into the same thing, and is like, explaining it to you, or talking yeah. about it, or all that kind of stuff. Whereas before, like, you would literally have to, like, like, if you're interested, you'd, like, literally have to go to a library and read a book by some, like, stodgy guy that could get his book published. It just was not the same, like... Yeah, that when I think of connection that that's what it to me encompasses mm-hmm. that posting on Instagram is like whatever I that's... fucking hate <laughs> it. I don't. Yeah What I find most
2: useful on my phone is um, I'm gonna say take photos, but not for like social media. It's 90 90% of it is work-related photos. Yeah, I use Dropbox to my email. Yeah, and then I send out an email to a customer or it's um, looking at my calendar, or I pay my bills.
1: Um, yeah, and that stuff know, is all and like Candy Crush. Yeah, and that stuff is all that's like super useful. But yeah, it's pretty boring. I mean, like you know, a piece of like technology that like I do love is like fucking tapping my credit card. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. That's fucking ball. You know what? <laughs> I,
2: I, on my phone, it has it has an RF chip in it, like okay. your bank cards do for tap. Yeah. I can hook up all my banking information to my phone, and I can just be like, boom, my phone. That shit's baller. That's the technology that I like. Yeah. Fuck yeah, sign me up for that
1: shit. That one's good. That one, is, yeah. that one is good. That one is good. And that one is like, not about anything else, but being like, "Whoa! you've just improved the way I pay for things.
0: On Baby, the cars on the climb We roll with me and we shine. Baby, we shine. Yeah, mama, we shine. Just pick a destination. Go ahead, show me you can get like everything. Show me like any car, any house. Baby, you can get like any ring. Anything. Then I can knock it down. Through the night, through the day, yeah. I knock that pussy out. Baby, you call the Sugar Ray, yeah. I Something I know, yeah. Just let me hold you. Yeah. You be my soldier. Like you from the north uh no limit got that master peep no limit baby give you that black car no limit just know when you roll with a nigga like me there's no limit baby make you say uh no limit i see my murder that no limit baby give you that ghetto D, girl no limit just know when you roll with a nigga like me there's no limit baby you find out that wine, baby girl, I ain't lying Make my homie drop a dime, commit a crime Jumping down my lifeline, jealousy by the sign. Ain't no limit, baby, we do it lodging Ain't no limit, baby, when you a starting Marta outsmart the rarer, riot rioting riot. Fill the session with Bacardi Barbas Kerosene, kerosene From a spin one machine you watch? Same way to prima donna. Never limit, I'm a stunner, I'm a stunner. Tell it, I that'll never run them Fuck them boys, they all forget right them Fuck them seeing them I'ma spend my night with them. I can put carrots all over you. Carrots all over you. Never mind me on the pop shit, man. I've been getting how with these fools. And she said all her friends fake, so she's solo rockin'. And she a real bad, bad bitch. She ain't got a Photoshop. It. Oh, no limit. I see my murder that No limit, baby. Get that ghetto D girl. No limit. Just know when you roll with a nigga like me, there's no limit, baby.